10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to the third and most exciting hour of Radio Law Talk. Those of you hanging in with us, you deserve brownie points because this is awesome, uh, fun times, hour number three. That's when we get a little sillier, which is not hard to, to do. But Cal Hunter, our producers here with myself, Denise Turks and Todd Cunin. Those of you who don't know, Denise Turks is a family law attorney out of California. Todd Cunin, former prosecutor out of Tennessee in California and does uh, plaintiff's work. And I'm a plaintiff's lawyer also. And he'll former Todd's also former public defender, so he's seen all sides of the of the coin. Uh, Cal has seen all sides of the coin also because uh, he was there when they first the horse was first founded in in America. So and as a defendant, I've seen them. Oh, yes, as an yes. accused, you should yes, say. That's exactly he's seen right. all sides. Of, he was there when the first coins were minted. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I designed them myself <laughs> with charcoal, including the Spanish American. <laughs> and then uh, we're going to do a couple of things. Hey, we've got so many things to talk about. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. Uh, we're going to talk about a bonfire lawsuit, NFL John Gruden case. Uh, that's in Nevada. He was the former Raiders coach. Interesting things going on there. Uh, we got about a Holly, some Hollywood legislation commercial issues. A, a drunk person coming out of a bar case. Don't eat lobster case. And we're not saying don't eat lobster, but that's the case is about don't eat lobster. Buffer Law and Alex Murdaugh, the latest on his retrial, or whether there's going to be a retrial. A new, a new judge has been appointed, and it is a, a visiting judge. We'll tell you what that means. And then what we have today and third hour, which is probably the most important thing we do here in our three hours of Radio Law Talk, is a case or no case. Now it's time to All play right. Case or No Case. Yay! Before the pandemic, Michael Gould never paid rent for two years. The landlord came to collect every month, and Michael said, I'm not paying, and I'm not leaving, no matter what. The landlord was not impressed. Gould told his landlord, I know the system. I'll be able to stay here free of rent, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. He was extremely nasty, and the landlord left him a message, and Michael left a nasty message to the landlord on voicemail. The landlord asked his lawyer if this would be worth taking Michael Gould to court to recover money and the property. He wanted to know, Todd Cunin, if he had a case or no case and what the outcome might be. What do you think? Well, did, did he have... Uh goes to his lawyer, look, if you're a landlord, and any, I think anybody that is thinking about becoming a landlord should really familiarize themselves with the whole concept of unlawful detainer. What do you do when somebody doesn't pay their rent? And, uh, and, and what are the legal remedies that you have available to you as a landlord? And you know, without knowing all the ins and outs of this case, I'll just say, generally speaking, that ultimately... He goes to his, he retains a lawyer to pursue an unlawful detainer action to evict the tenant for failure to pay rent. I'm assuming, Cal, in this uh, arrangement, at one point in time, there was a contract and, and they did have a landlord tenant agreement where he was supposed to pay rent. He just was in default of that. Well, there was an agreement, yes. But, oh, uh, what was the agreement? You live there and pay me rent. That was basically okay. a handshake. What was, yeah. what, what was the amount of rent? 700 bucks a month. $700 a month. Had he ever paid rent? Paid a deposit. Paid a deposit, but never made any rent payments. And it was on, uh, by the way, tribal reservation property. Okay, go ahead. Oh, it, it was on tribal reservation property. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, that changes my analysis a little bit, because tribal reservation falls under the laws, uh, uh, Indian. In, in the Indian the laws pertinent to the tribe. 
um, of which I'm not familiar. So I will say, case, landlord loses, just because. Why not? All right, Denise, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> was um, the, the renter, was he um, of the tribe? He was uh, married to a tribal member. He wasn't okay. a blood-tried member. He was by marriage. Okay. And did the um, landlord, was he a tribe member? Yes. I feel like we're slowly developing the theme or the plot to the movie Dances with Wolves, but let's keep going. <laughs> Don't you know you are my friend? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, this was the, the uh, landlord owned property on the reservation, obviously, and he was a tribal member. The wife of the tenant was a tribal member, but it was the husband that was giving the landlord all the grief and drew the line in the sand. I'm going to say that this is not a case. Okay, Fred, what do you think? It's very interesting to watch when you ask questions of Cal to see how far he goes and, and what his mind is going through. Now, here's the interesting thing. I had clearly no case until he brought up some of the more of the facts, right? And so some of the facts are that he didn't bring up before were, hmm, mm. yes, oh, they only paid a deposit. Oh, and none after that. And oh, oh, no, it's, by the way, it's on tribal land. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. So I'm like, hmm, this gets even better. It reminds me of trying to get information from my daughter about what she did over the weekend. I know, friends. that's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> fine, fine, <laughs> nothing, fine. And then... Yeah, fun, yes. What'd you do? Nothing? Yeah. <laughs> why is the car on fire? <laughs> no reason. <laughs> and then... <laughs> why is there sleeping? No, no, no. Anyway, um... And then the thing that threw me again, Cal, I'm like, okay, it's a case. Then that threw me again, as you said, the landlord was, uh, no, the, the landlord was a tribal member. Yes. And the wife was a tribal member of this renter. And then you threw me hmm. again, Cal. And you said, this is the land that they owned in on the reservation. They don't own the land on the reservation. The tribe owns the land. You cannot own, to my knowledge, you cannot own land yourself on the reservation. It is owned by the reservation, not by the individual Indian, uh, to my knowledge. No case. So I think this, too, what's interesting about what you're saying is that um, you can't, there, eviction laws do not, unlawful detainers, the eviction laws do not apply on the tribal lands either. That's why I said no case. So where are we? I say, I say it's a case and the, renter and the renter wins. You guys both said no case, right? Correct. Okay. All right, well, here's the deal. It is a case. Oh. The landlord took Michael to tribal court oh. for eviction, fees, and past due rent. Michael played the victim. He said that the landlord was terrible, he faked tears, the whole deal, and then the legal nail in the coffin was the voicemail message because the tenant said, and, Your Honor, he recorded me illegally. And the judge said, really? You left the voicemail message. That irritated the judge. He ruled in favor of the landlord. And, yes, Denise, you're right. It's a property-owning mutual thing, but there is a guy who does that work for the tribe, and that's what this guy was doing. Mm. He was acting as oh. an agent for the he tribe. Got one point. Yeah. So uh, yeah. One yeah, point. but so in other words, but I don't think they can <laughs> own. When you said, yeah, they own it, uh, can they own property no, on the tribe? Own, own is the not tribes. a fair word. It is. It is. Uh, yeah. They. they yeah. Just, it, they, it was their land that they're able to use, right. and they're able to rent it because yeah. they are given. Like, like, uh, like, hey, this is your home and your area that you get, but it, it's still owned by the tribe. Like a sublease kind of Yeah, idea, kind right? of a sublease. All right. Ooh, I got, well, I was right on that one. We come back. we got a lot of stuff to go over. We're gonna, then we're going to do at the very end, we do our quick takes. Hang so, on. As Fred said, a lot of good stuff coming up, and you really won't want to miss any of it. All you have to do is stay tuned because the show will be right back after we break away on Radio Law Talk.
commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Cut Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick 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 Quack car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the quick quack confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the quick quack habit. Take your car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like quick quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, quick quack car. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief Shop. No more mold, no more damage, no more outdated old bathroom, no more slipping and hurting, no more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-294-8702. BCI Bath and Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never clear glass treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-294-8702. Call BCI Bath and Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-294-8702. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-294-8702. 800-294-8702. Every 40 seconds, a kid is reported missing. Find the Children provides educational material that teaches your kids how to recognize and avoid predators. Our recovery programs are very successful in bringing kids back home to their family. You can help protect our kids and bring the missing kids home safe by donating your unwanted car, truck, SUV, or van. Running or not, we guarantee you will receive the maximum tax deduction. We provide fast free pickup usually within 24 hours. Over 2,000 kids are reported missing every day Call now to donate your vehicle. Donate now to bring this kids home safe. Call 800-771-4877. 800 Kind of a big deal. This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. We're ready to go, I guess, huh? We got we got no no music anymore, huh? Are you there, Cal? I don't know what you mean. 
Oh, oh, there we are. We're here. I played the bumper. Did the whole yeah, thing. You know what? I tell you what it is. Putting the headphones. You know what it is? It's us. It's like Cal. Why don't you do it? It's like he goes. We're here. We're ready. I'm like we're, we're over here talking about. Meet me halfway. Listen. <laughs> no, that was on us, Cal. We're like, but it was it was all of us, wasn't it? Yep. Sorry. We Sorry. we like to talk between uh, Cal. Throw a, a, a mud up against the the window. The reason I'm <laughs> saying this, we like our listeners to understand how this works. Cal is behind a glass. And he, there is, it's actually soundproof, and we cannot hear what he's saying. Now, we can hear, you know, that he's doing stuff, but but we have to put our headphones on. So we're off shooting the bull, talking, and all of a sudden he's pointing at us like, what, what, huh? So, <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about Pierce Brosnan. Now, Pierce Brosnan <laughs> is, if you, those of you who know him, he is a, a phenomenal actor. He's one of my favorite actors. He's a 007 guy. That's right. That uh, And he played in... And I'm sorry, attempted to sing in Mamma Mia, um, which was one of my wife's favorite shows. And the Mamma Mia, if you know, are the ones that um, play all the um, songs from that group. Uh, ABBA. ABBA. And so he sang in some of those. And he's a great actor. But I'm telling you right now, he, he goes to Yellowstone National Park and he gets citations and has pled not guilty to stepping off the walkways and stepping onto the, th- quote, thermal area. You're, you're not, because of danger, you can't step off into, off the walkways or a, or a nature path that has been marked. Um, and apparently th- the uh, Park Service is claiming that Pierce Bronson, Bron- Bros- Brosnan, I got it, I got it, Brosnan, stepped off. Where he wasn't supposed to step off and went into the floral or slash fauna, he is he has he has said he's not guilty, and uh, apparently oh, since 1989, 20 people have died stepping off into this thermal areas because apparently that stuff's really hot. People don't realize that's really hot. And you it's not get, just heat, Fred. Yeah. There, there are toxins in that mud right. that'll get into your bloodstream and it'll take you out. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. It's bad oh, you'll stuff. Get, yeah. It's, it's hot. It's yeah. crazy. So you've got to you got to be very careful. And when you're walking your dogs, too, some people, you know, I don't, I don't know if they allow, I think I saw dogs on leashes. The dog gets out. It's, oof, you got to be careful. So that's that. And uh, Pierce Bronson, Brosnan. Uh, is going to uh, go to court and say, I did not step off the, the little pathway and get in trouble. So uh, we've got a bonfire lawsuit. Todd, what's this bonfire lawsuit? All right, file this one under the heading of parents, newsflash. Your kids are going to do stupid things and their friends if left unattended. And it only gets worse if fire is involved. <laughs> so... There was this. There was a party at this location in uh, Green Bay in Wisconsin, and uh, look, a bunch of teens all got around, and somebody starts a fire. And, oh, okay, that's gonna happen. That's fine. Who hasn't gone camping and had a good fire? Uh, where things got out of hand, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. I should not laugh. Where things got out of hand was when uh, one person, after being egged on to do so several times, allegedly, these are all allegations, um, one person decided to take a 55-gallon drum, partially filled with diesel fuel, and throw it on the fire just to see what had happened. What could go wrong? Wait yeah. a minute, it was diesel or was it gas? It was diesel, I Oh, because that that's not fl- as flammable. Well, it's not as flammable unless pressure, any, anything, oh, anytime pressure builds up. That's what's going to happen, and this thing blew and got, you know, fire all over the kids that were uh, teenagers and such that were around the campfire. A lot of people taken to, a lot of people were taken to the hospital, not before the guy that threw the barrel on the fire got his tush kicked by other people that were there. (laughs) They just beat him up. And uh, and well, shockingly, a lawsuit was filed, and the first uh, the first answer to that lawsuit has been filed. So we'll follow it to uh, to see what state is it. This in? is in this is in Wisconsin. So the lawsuit's oh. against the diesel kid. Is that the uh, thing? it's against the diesel kid? It's against the parents 
for allowing this to take place on their property. Right. And unsupervised, so it's obviously against the homeowners and everything. It's just, yeah. Again, newsflash, kids do stupid things, allegedly. Cal and Todd, I I don't know if, Denise, this is you growing up. We had, uh, I grew up in the country, we had fire, big fire, uh, you know, uh, fires going with, the leftover tree trimmings, my dad would make a big pile and, and we would light the fire. And um, I, know, I know a lot about that. I always got to be very careful. You have to, you have to just be <clears throat> so careful in doing that because you got different types of fuels. Some don't use any fuel. They just do a little kindling. But a lot of times that just won't do it. And the worst part about it, however you start it, no matter how you start it, I've seen people go out there and try to throw more gas on it. It's like, don't throw gas on the thing. You could throw maybe on the beginning when you, you know, and then walk away. We, my dad taught us, you know, diesel, gas, whatever you use, you do like a little walk trail way away, and then you light the little trail and you'll see it go. Yeah, you down. Make, a, make a fuse. Yeah, yeah, it's like a long fuse, and you never light it near where the fire is going to be. But my dad would always take a little little bit of diesel or whatever he has and just walk, take a, take a walk about 20, 30 feet away. And then he'd light at the end and you'd see it go trail and then hit and nobody's around. Yeah. Todd, you had your well, said When I was in Tennessee, I lived out there. We rented a place on 10 acres and it had this huge stack of stuff that needed to be burned. We're talking 10 feet high, really wide. And finally the landlord came over and lit it on fire. My wife wanted to take the kids out to watch. I said, don't. That thing's been there for six months. Don't do it. Why not? Just don't. Trust me. And so I'm watching from a window. They light it on fire and then everybody Boom. goes scurrying. Because all of the animals that had taken up residence in oh, that large yeah. thing went running out of it. Rats, snakes, the whole <laughs> ball of wax. It was like, get away. Hey. <laughs> we got more to talk about when we come back. You are listening to Radio Law Talk. Don't go away. There's much more coming up after this. of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. Keep listening for an exciting offer from U.S. Med. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain and inconvenience of pricking your fingers over and over again. By wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers right away. If you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. 800-251-7560 800-251-7560 We'll tell you all you need to know about CGMs. A CGM can immediately reduce pain. It's accurate, easy to use, and helps you make better diabetes treatment decisions. And with insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now to learn more. 800-251-7560. 800-251-7560. Plus, get free shipping and we'll bill your insurance company for you. CGMs are the newest in diabetic technology. They can help you stay in range and manage your diabetes better. Call now to receive your new continuous glucose monitor at little or no out-of-pocket cost. And delivery is free. 
Remember, if you're testing your blood sugar four or more times per day, injecting insulin three or more times per day, or using an insulin pump, call today and learn about the latest CGM technology. Call 800-251-7560. Co-pays and deductibles may apply. 800-251-7560. That's 800-251-7560. Sponsored by U.S. Medical Supply. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376-800-918-1376-800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4537. 802-341-4537. That's 802-341-4537. You see what happens when you try to be nice? Those who want respect, give respect. It's time for more Radio Law Talk with Denise Dirks, Todd Kunin, and your host, Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Frederick Penny. Mmm, lobster, Denise. <laughs> lobster. I almost got lobster last night. I was so close to getting lobster. I'm not a lobster. big lover, but just, you dip it in the, what, the butter and garlic sauce is what it is? Garlic butter? butter. Garlic yeah. butter. Mm. Mm. I'm trying, I think it's okay, but I'm not a big, but the famous Seinfeld episode, right? The uh, Nantucket one. Oh, yeah. Where uh, Kramer uh, catches some lobster and uh, this gal told on him, let's put it that way, about, uh, no, not, not Kramer, but told on, yeah, he gets the lobsters, but, but George told uh, on George about something, and I won't get into detail of that, but uh, he puts lobster in her eggs and she's not allowed to eat it, or is it crab, whatever, crab or lobster. And uh, that's what I always think of lobster when I think of that. So tell me about lobster tails. Okay. There is a nonprofit called Seafood Watch. And Seafood Watch is trying to, it's a, a conservation, you know, company that's trying to help um, let people know when there's seafood that's going to basically be used up. So they have a red list. And on that red list, they put different types of seafood that are not, that are at danger, right? They're just in danger of... Of, of what? Danger of what? Um, of, oh, of being of the, going of being, to sta- Yeah, uh, endangered. Extinct? Yeah, they're endangered. Like lobsters are going extinct. Exactly. Oh, so when you say it's, it's seafood being used up, it's not that the supply runs out. It's that no. the supply literally runs out because the people are going to... You know, Okay, got it, got it. Endangered okay. species. Endangered species. They think it's they're not, they're not, it. Well, they're not endangered species, but they think they might be coming. Yeah. Well, species. no. It, it, some seafood can actually cause 
other species to become endangered oh, that's because what of the thinking. way that you're catching those Got species, it. right? It's not that the lobsters are going away, but the way they're catching them with the cages, they're worried about harming other marine life. Correct. Got it. And, and so they brought a lawsuit against, or like, no, they put it there, the lobster, um, American and Canadian lobster, right. on the red list of species to avoid in 2022. Got it. And there, this um, organization is based out of Monterey Bay Aquarium mm, in shocker. California. Shocker. So what it, what's the point of putting it on the list? It's because lobster fishing poses the risk to North Atlantic, the right well, because of the entanglement in the fishing gear. Right, I remember that. That's true. That's right. right. They're, they're talking about that at this and lawsuit. So the, and the whales are less than 360. Mm-hmm. That's, I can't believe we can quantify that. They're also, whales. by the way, on that same issue, trying to slow down boats. And there's lawsuits on that. Right. In Maine, I believe, making them go, like, basically no speed, practically. Or low speed. And yeah, because and, of stri- oh. ship strikes. Yeah, yes. which, by the way... Uh, are very rare, uh, if if at all. Uh, but anyway, that's a long story short. But there, th- that's that's a huge issue that's coming up. But go ahead, keep going on this so one. So the Maine lobster fishers, mm-hmm. they came. The fishermen, they're based out of Massachusetts. They sued this conservation group in the Northern District of California, so a U.S. District Court, right? And that district court just dismissed the lawsuit completely. So you're going to see other lawsuits. In fact, there's another lawsuit that's um, that's coming, and it has to do with another Fisher group, um, but not out of Massachusetts, at, out of Massachusetts, right. not Maine. So there's an, and, and that one's coming up. The judge is going to have to make a decision on that one as well. So they threw it out basically on a motion for summary judgment, or they didn't hear the whole case. They right. just did it on the merits of. The case, I guess, the issue is the merit. What do you call that? I just spaced it because we're tired. Um, what do you call it? At the very beginning, you throw it out the judge, not a demur. Dismissal. Dismissal. Yeah, just yes. a dismissal. That's correct. And and on this case, though, the issue is, weren't they trying to say don't eat lobster? And so this, it's not just they were saying, okay, this is a bad thing, but don't eat lobster to affect them so therefore it hurts the fishermen and they won't fish. Something to that or not? No, or do they if, not you say do, that? if you make lobster non-profitable for fishermen, right, that's then they won't be using right. um, the, the equipment to get right. the lobsters right. and hurt the wells. And therefore they call, that's why we use this, yeah. the, the saying, don't eat lobster. Right? In this particular case, though, the parties had agreed to dismiss it. So the judge mm. just agreed with the parties. Uh. So it doesn't go in. I don't know exactly. Maybe they dismissed it with preju- without prejudice, and they can refile in a different manner. I think the idea is that there's going to be a different way to get the lobster. They're going to figure Those out a different... Those mean lobsters. Yeah, they're going to figure gonna, out a different way to, to uh, fish the lobsters. I've been, I think I've been hearing things, agreement. some superbless people out there. Wait, we're going to make lobster great again. I'm releasing a hat called MLGA. Make lobster great again. It's going to be fabulous, succulent, dipping it in the in the butter sauce. It'll be you tremendous. Know, I hope Trump wins just so we can have more of this. <laughs> if he doesn't win, what? Okay, now do, can, can you do Biden? Uh, oh wait, wait, what? Huh? Where are my pants? Where, where yeah. am I? Where am I? <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm sorry to say that this is not political, but. I'm not saying they're, but we're making fun of Trump. We're doing the Biden thing. Biden the other day was couldn't find. He gets off the his helicopter and he's standing there. This just happened. He's standing there and Jill walks over to the limo, and he's looking around like he's lost. He said, and then the, the officers are sitting there saluting him, and he's looking around. He had no idea where he was. Finally, the officers. They stop saluting. They they grab him and walk him over toward the limo. And I'm just like, Ugh. I believe. I've I heard. mean, well, what are you thinking here? I mean, <laughs> Trump, Trump mistakes Pelosi or Pelosi for um, Nikki Haley, and it's like, what are we doing with these old <laughs> these guys? Old. <laughs> we, but, we need to like a whole new generation. But of- what we have to do, though, I think, is we've got to figure out because we got the Trump. You got the Trump down. One of us has got to get the Biden down. <laughs> 
to, to talk like Biden, and I can't. I don't know how Biden talks. I have to. We got to listen to Biden. Try I've been, to. I've been hearing things about the right whale. Uh, the numbers really aren't that low. It's just a latest research. They're really good at hide and go seek, and so <laughs> there's really more of them. Fabulous. Fabulous, fabulous tremendous. We're going to make lobster great again. It is it. funny. And, and again, we're not getting <laughs> political, but I'm making fun of Joe Biden. That it just has no idea where he is. And but Trump, I did notice that he he repeats himself multiple times. You notice that yeah. he'll say. Whatever you say, it's like, and then he'll repeat it again. No, I already heard it. I, Trump, I already heard it. You don't have to say it again. I got it. <laughs> We're going to build a wall between and then 30 seconds later, the right whale and the lobsters. We're going to build a wall. We're going to build. All right, let's move on. All right, Denise, what do you want to talk about? Well, I thought I just did. Oh, uh, no, let me, let, me do, let me do a little bit of talking. I can talk about a couple of things. Uh, look, there's a lawsuit about uh, this occurs in a number of areas. This is in Savannah, Georgia. This is a big issue about drunk driving. And if you're at a bar, if the bar gives a drunk person more alcohol, are they liable? Every state is different. Just so you know, right. you've got to look at the laws. But here's one in Atlanta, uh, Savannah, Georgia where an individual was apparently drunk, and there's the Georgia Dram Shop Act that uh, if a person uh, or or, uh, establishment provides alcohol to a drunk person, they may be held liable for damages. And this is a case that's coming forth uh, against Abe's on Lincoln. It's called Abe's Bar, where they give this uh, guy some more alcohol that was apparently drunk, and he hits a motorcyclist and kills a motorcyclist. And the reason we're bringing this one up is uh, this is in a number of states. They're very difficult. Just so you know, they're not that easy to win. But uh, to prove uh, and go after the individual bars or establishments for giving them alcohol while they were supposedly inebriated, are they going to be held liable? Uh, Check your state. All states differ in what the laws are. But uh, anyway, that's in Georgia. It's going forward. And this is so tough because the standard that it puts on the bar and that is, how how are you supposed to tell? Look, if, if I'm doing a DUI trial for a defense, or if, even if I'm a prosecution, I got to show that an officer has been trained in observing and knowing the, the signs and symptoms of intoxication after going through training. I'm going to put that same standard on a on a on a bartender to with, know right. with no and, means of testing. And, uh, that's the thing. Exactly. And, and in this case here, you know, somebody, somebody got hit and they hit and they found out later that the person had a blood alcohol level of a 0.18. My question is, uh, when was that test taken and what was the blood alcohol level at the time the person left the bar? Because your body continues to absorb the last alcohol you had, and, and you're, you could have a rising blood alcohol right. at the time it was tested, and that's not what it was when you uh, left the bar. Yeah, they never, they don't know really how alcohol. Hey, hi, I gotta go. Give me another beer. beer. Oh, oh, I tripped. Hold on. Oh yeah, no, no here you go. Here's another beer. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back. Who knows? Fred Tung, Denise, will be back with more Radio Law Talk right after we take a quick break, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening to us on many great local radio stations and at radiolawtalk.com. We'll be back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell on your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have no time today. I don't know what I do. Your car smells good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack quick, quick, car, car, car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack Confidence. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Get the Quick Quack Habit. Take a car once a week. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles. Come on, Quick Quack. So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh-huh. Quick quack car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Well, come on. How is your car payment treating you? 
What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're biz to credit a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business does at least $120,000 a year in gross sales, we can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0940. 800-670-0940. That's 800-670-0940. Well, first of all, I never got married and had kids. I took the wrong week to quit drinking. This is Radio Law Talk. All right, I wasn't going to go, I wasn't going to bring this one up, but I've got to talk about this. This is the Biden administration. This is not a political thing, but some might think it is. Crackdown on the dishwasher. The, the appeals court has thrown out the Department of Energy's uh, regulatory actions targeting the dishwashers, saying that, you know, uh, basically it comes down to this. The administrative records show that that there are actual proof, and this is what the appellate court is showing, that Americans use more energy and water for the reasons specifically stated that the energy-efficient appliances do not work. And one of the reasons the ruling they said that was that these really high-efficient dishwashers, which use less water, force the consumers to do it twice. Let me tell you, I'm going to get on my soapbox here. When they started with the low-flush toilets, and again, that's the problem. I'm a big guy. I used to have one flush. I'm a three-flusher now. Oh, yeah, I have to flush three times now. TMI, TMI. You know, so one so and let a half times you know as much water is. to save let, water. Let me yeah. tell you, I used to have to flush once. I now do my save water toilets three times. You know why? It's not working for Fred the Pitt. First, the <laughs> first one is the courtesy flush. The second one oh. is the 
energy efficient flush. <laughs> and the third one is just because. Because. That's awesome, Denise. <laughs> I, when I read that, I was like, this is, I'm not going to talk about this politics thing. But I had to, I had to squeeze in the, the bathroom, the, the toilet. That's low flush. And, and, you know, we used to tell our kids, even our grandkids are pretty bad. Okay, hold the, hold the, hold the little flush thing down as long as you can. Oh my gosh! Okay, that's why you don't. That's why you don't have a lot of times politicians making making laws like the gas can't. Uh, let me tell you, I, I'm getting on my soapbox now. You know those save uh, the gas spills, gas little five gallon gas cans. Yes, yes. I spill more gas out of those than I do the the original ones that just had thing. I'm telling you, you got to push a thing, you got to push down, it squirts out, and it's spilling. I, I, it's a mess. I just, I cannot, oh, I feel better now. That was therapy for me. Denise, go on. Do you have something to talk about? Or just talk, oh, it's Todd's turn. I'm sorry. I had a therape- oh, I had a therapeutic moment right there. <laughs> uh, all right, John Gruden. Let's talk about John all Gruden right. in the NFL. <laughs> uh, so yeah. if, fo- follow this little, uh, this little, way back in the day, the owner of the Washington, it was then called the Redskins, now the, what, they're the commanders now, right? So the Washington football team, then the owner, Daniel Snyder, was being investigated (coughs) by the NFL on allegations of sexual harassment in the workplace. And as part of that investigation, somehow emails between um, between the general manager of the Washington football team and John Gruden, who at the time was not even in the NFL. He was an analyst for ESPN doing their football games. Former coach of the Buccaneers, former coach of the Raiders. Then he retired and he was in broadcasting. Some emails came out. And in the emails that, that were part of this investigation, Gruden is found saying some things that, not, that were deemed misogynistic in nature and what have you. Well... Fast forward, and at that time, the emails were still just part of the investigation and confidential. Fast forward, Gruden then takes a position with the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. It's like a 10-year, $100 million contract. He'd been paying $10 million a year to coach that team, and then after he'd been coaching a couple of years, somehow these emails make it into the public eye. They're leaked to the public somehow, and John Gruden is alleging that Roger Goodell and the NFL, for reasons that he says were nefarious, leaked the emails with the intent to defame him, defraud him. It cost him his job with the Las Vegas Raiders because he was forced to resign. That's the focus of his lawsuit now, is that you guys released this stuff and um, and it adversely affected me. Wasn't it? publication of private information or yes. something like that, right? Yeah, and so he's filed this lawsuit. Now, he filed a lawsuit in the state of Nevada, and the NFL has come in and said, wait a minute, whoa, 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 you were an NFL head coach when you were terminated. And the NFL bylaws, are, are your contract that you had, says that this should all be handled in arbitration, not state court. And John Gruden said, whoa, 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 we're talking about emails. The violation where I was really harmed was when, about emails that I allegedly sent when I was not employed by right. the NFL. How could, how could this be arbitration just because of the contract I later signed? This is conduct that happened when I wasn't with the NFL. How am I bound by that? And the trial judge in Nevada, has sided pretty much with Gruden, said, yeah, you, you make a great point. And so the NFL has appealed this to the uh, to the appellate courts in the state of Nevada, and, and you know, is, the, is Gruden's lawsuit subject to being forced into arbitration because of a small clause buried in 450 pages of contract language that Gruden had no ability to negotiate out of? Regarding conduct that happened when he wasn't even in the NFL, and we're set to get a ruling hopefully in the next month from the state of Nevada on that. But this is this is huge for Boom. the NFL. Boom! Huge for the NFL. Denise buses. I know it's amazing. Um, New York has this bus safety law, whereby there are videos that are installed on the buses, and um, these are supposed to be school buses um, to protect children when they're exiting or entering the bus. You know how your buses have that little stop sign that comes out yep. on the side and you're supposed to, cars are supposed to stop and honor that. 
Well, these video cameras catch people that don't stop and honor that stop, you know, and that's a violation of the law. However, this bus case, this is an interesting one. During one year, they have issued 132,000 violations. And it appears that this law is going to be challenged. And they're like $250 a pop, guys. So this law appears to be a very big moneymaker. And it's being challenged on several different grounds, one of which is if it's supposed to protect children. When the bus does not have children in or coming to it, why are people getting these tickets, right? That's one thing. The other thing is how reliable are the videos? You got the videos. Are they, um, well, how are they tested? I mean, you're dealing with something that is um, an out-of-court statement for the truth that this person ran, you know, went beyond that that stop sign or didn't stop like they're supposed to. That's a very typical hearsay. So you have to have, a, a, you know, some kind of a chain of, of a custodial chain of the, the control over those videos. Yep. You have to, there's a whole lot of stuff that has to be proved in order for it to overcome the hearsay exception. So this one's kind of an interesting. And the other people have challenged it on the fact that I didn't see lights or there was no stop sign that came out that, you know, I was supposed to stop at. And um, we're going to have to follow this. Because That's awesome. It, it, it involves 123 buses mm. in New York. Wow. So uh, we've got we've got we've got, we're out of time. We have a lot more to go over, but uh, rules with Alex Murdoch murder trials are coming up. That we're going to be following. That they're just going to allow the 12 jurors uh, who are going to be cross-examined. Uh, and Miss Hill, the one that supposedly the clerk that supposedly was saying stuff. But here's the killer. The, sorry to say that word, but here's the kicker on it is the judge is now saying that we're going to give you a new trial. This is a new judge in the Murdoch case, but you, Mr. Murdoch, have to show that none of the jurors' questions, those jurors, that they did in no way relied on what the clerk said to make their determination. They've got to prove that they did, and by the way, they've already said they haven't. So... We'll be back uh, next week after we do the quick take here. I'm going to start. Is that okay, Cal? Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to say I'm glad Radio Law Talk's over because I can't wait. i got to run to the store and go get some citric acid and grab some cheese-flavored Pepperidge Farm fishes. Fair enough. Todd, what's your quick take out of the show today? At an awards show, Madonna was famous for saying, I guess this means you like me. You really, really like me. Uh, not so much anymore. Hmm. Oh, I thought that was Sally, Sally Field. Field yeah. no, that um, every enough. Madonna fan knows that before Madonna can go on stage, she has to stretch out. She has to push up the puppies and tuck them in, <laughs> put on tights, and get ready for the show to transform from a 65-year-old woman to a 25-year-old star. We'll be... It just takes two hours to do that. We'll be back <laughs> next week. Thanks, Denise, for ending it that way. Good one. <laughs> Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. (laughs) 